Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I am celebrating book birthdays. Officially, my books are now alive and well and available for print download on Ingram Spark and Draft the Digital. And I am so happy and relieved. <laughs> Um, I pushed myself so hard in the month of June because I had specific goals that I wanted to meet and I wanted to see if I could do them. I'd watched a video of another author. She's highly successful, self-published author, and she is promoting that she can do a book a month. And she's um, banking with this book a month, pulling it out, using newsletters, doing all kinds of ads. So I don't know the promotions and all the marketing and all of that yet. Um, as well as I should, I was even talking to one of my author friends, Carol, today, and I was like, I'm learning this stuff. I'm, I'm going to figure it out because I have a five, you know, a five-year goal. Y'all know my goal in five years is to have my own publishing company. So I need to be well-versed in all areas of publishing. But I also need to know this for my author world, my personal work, to make my books get into the hands of, of readers. So I am learning, but I know what my summer months need to be. My summer months need to be writing. And I only have a limited amount of time that I can write when I do not have my full-time job commitment and my homeschool commitment. Now, I am a homeschool mom dedicated to teaching my children, which also means that I take care of a household full of children. So I am juggling a lot. As soon as August, the middle of August hits, my kids go back to homeschool because they're on a community college schedule. As soon as they go to, to start taking their classes again, when I'm starting that, my life shifts. And then I become split-brained. I'm homeschool mom, an administrator. Then I become a literacy coach and an English teacher. I'm 50-50 there, so I'm doing two things at my job all day. When, I'm, when I come home, I'm still taking care of the house, cooking, um, running the kids everywhere. And so when do I write? Only on Saturdays and Sundays in the fall of the year. So my new plan to help me be able to successfully carry out my career with my long-term goals is to write a book that I can bank and then I can set it up for pre-order, go ahead and get it converted, get everything done because, you know, this is the painstaking process, people. It's not just writing the first draft. That's okay. We get the first draft done, but it's the editing and if you have not been following the podcast, I do a five-round championship UFC editing on my books now <laughs> that actually works. Um, 
my trainer is pro writing aid um, and my cut man is Grammarly. I can keep going, guys, if you want me to, because I'm a UFC girl. But I'm telling you, doing five rounds of editing is no freaking joke. That is a beast. So the writing part for me, I got that. Then you've got to spend the painstaking hours upon hours of editing. So my goal is to produce a book once a month. How can I do that? I can't. I can't do that in the middle of full-time jobs and teaching and all of everything that I do. So I've decided summer months has got to be the time where I work like Robert Louis Stevenson. And y'all, I'm telling you now, if, if you don't know what like my top 10 books are, I will tell you uh, right now, there's my number three book. It's by Robert Louis Stevenson, and it is The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. He wrote this book in three days, and his wife burned it, and it was not salvageable. And I could just imagine the thoughts and the feelings, because that would be like an equivalent to us as our computer crashing, or our husband like actually taking out our hard drive of our computer when we had saved it or something. I mean, like... like she burned his manuscript that he wrote. And then he had to sit down and he had to rewrite it in three days. So I'm letting you guys know, like right now, if he can write my favorite book, my third favorite book ever, The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, in three days. Now, I'm not saying I write like Robert Louis Stevenson. I'm talking about he can do this work in three days. I can pray for the Lord to help me effectively use my time and to teach me ways that I can manage, that the Holy Spirit can provide me with the words and the dreams and the knowledge and the research to be able to put out first drafts in a quick way, the quickest way you know that I know that I can do. Now, um... If you follow the podcast, you'll hear how much, you know, I push myself. And then I, I hear people go, you know, Jennifer, that's just unrealistic. No, it's not. I'm living it. I'm proof that it can happen. And and I had um, someone ask me, where did, um, did I really get that work ethic from? And, and I talked about my dissertation and how that helped me. But, guys, I've always had this extreme motivation like when I get something in my mind I really want to succeed at it and I really try I'm not 100% perfect I share with you all of my mistakes so you don't make them but I have a very high work ethic I graduated from college in three years with two degrees so that was my undergrad I'm telling you guys I, once I start something I really push, push, push myself. And so I was feeling extreme pressure yesterday because I was on my last day and I was against the clock and time was running out. And I'm telling you, what's really funny about that is that I was working with my fabulous designer and 
we picked the time, we picked a clock on book two, and I was just kind of, you know, laughing to myself, going, um, how ironic it is to pick that, and then I picked an hourglass, I wanted an hourglass on book three, and I'm like, I'm running out of time myself, and so is my character, oh my god, (laughs) and here I was, and at, you know, waking up at 5.30 in the morning and going full steam all day for every day that I've been off from work, including weekends, and then, you know, juggling with the kids too, you know, I met my goal. I met it. And today, I have been a little, like, scatterbrained, I'm going to be honest, I have been a little scatterbrained, catching up with everything, but my brain needed this brain break. Um, it has been a whirlwind. Now, I will say that looking at the screens today, and so here's what, so here's the deal. So when I made my decision to go Ingram Spark, I knew that um, I felt safe about that. I heard such great things about Ingram Spark. So, I, and this is from a lot of authors, not just one, like not just one YouTube video or one personal friend. Or, you know, I have you know really talked to quite a few people before making my decision, and here I go with, you know, the Ingram Spark decision. Well, I had the month of June to post these with revisions for free because that is one of the setbacks on Ingram is that you really have to know your stuff because you will pay every time you are uploading if you make an error to get it corrected because they have to do their work. This is company. And I can't just like keep sending them stuff and, and expect them to work for free. So I understand the charge. I'm completely fine with it. But my limited budget had an uh feeling about it. But when I saw that it was free, that's when I knew this was the month to get my templates down. I had to work on my templates. And it worked, guys. I did it. My templates are successful. And I'm just so excited that I actually have a working template that will pass the first time through inspection over and over again. Once I got the Heartwell Chronicles template done, I copied it and now I paste my work into that template chapter by chapter. And with each submission to Ingram Spark, when I get that approval screen where I have to go in um, from title in pre media to, you know, I need to now approve it, approval pending. Now it is available for printing. My book birthday is today, guys. It is today. Um, over the weekend, they don't process or, or they didn't mind. They waited until Monday morning. But I had everything in at like 11.08. Like I looked at the time. Like it was just a blessing. And I was like, oh my gosh, I had less than an hour to spare. I had all of the books in, and so I'm looking at a screen right now of four beautiful books that have my name on them, that are filled with the Lord, that are YA Christian horror fiction paranormal romance, (laughs) and my career is starting 
my YA career, I mean, my devotional career has been going since 2014, but this is a new chapter for me. This is my YA career. It is starting with these books. And Sweet Potato Jones did it all for me. And we have a projected date now. My publisher, she emailed me. We have uh, a projected date of May 2020 when Sweet Potato is going to be out. So I want to tell you, as soon as I uploaded everything into Ingram Spark, I went over to Draft to Digital because Draft to Digital is who I'm going to use um, pretty much for the rest of my career as of this day. I have said that since I started working with them, their customer service is beyond compare. Um, they have formatted my books for me, um, fixed errors for me. They've helped me with my tax information. Um, they are a phenomenal team of people. So I will say that Drafted Digital is where I'm going to be headed for all of my YA Digital from this point on. Um, and I have my four books there. And then I start getting emails going. You know, Tides is now available uh, that was book three. I was waiting for that one, and it is now available, and it's starting to get picked up by um, the Y distribution. Um, so, it, and it takes a while, guys. So, like, I only have, like, three up now for Tides. That was the last book I put in. But let's go back to the Hartwell Chronicles, which was the first book that I um, uploaded. I'm going to go to my books to read store link that has all of mine so it has six stores linked to draft to digital and it's going to then pop in overdrive and bibliotheca too so i'm going to have those as well i'm just waiting on those to pop in so i will tell you that knowing that they're there gives me this elated sense of pride of accomplishment you know, that's why I talk about that four-step process with you guys all the time. Because when you work this system, you will yield results, whatever your results are. I knew what I needed to do. So I want to talk with you about, now that I've got these books banked, I've got four books banked already. So... I kind of talked with you before about a schedule. Like, you need to really have a calendar in place. And I will tell you that you get super excited when you get to these screens and they start talking to you about, well, when are you going to publish this? And when is the pre-order? Or when is this? You really need to have all this stuff written down. Um, because I had to go back every single time and look at my calendar plan and talk my books out. So I have a placeholder month right now that has no book in it. And I did that on purpose because the Lord has given me two new ideas for books and I have to continue to pray. I consulted with my family last night and today. Um, I prayed with my child and my child told me which one to start. Um, so I'm gonna, I told him I would try for him uh, to start that one. Um, it's a new series, and this one's like a sweet romance paranormal series that um, is kind of like I'm going to try a comedy. It's going to be something new for me. I'm going to, it's going to, it's going to have all kinds of elements in it. It's going to be paranormal. Um, I, I love, okay, guys, I love Tucker and Dale. 
so I kind of, I'm thinking of like that, um, we are what we are, um, oh, we are the shadow, we are in the shadows, or, you know, the, the mockumentary that they had, gosh, what was the name of that, we live in the shadows, or whatever, I love those two, so, so I'm thinking of kind of like a Tucker and Dale versus evil kind of thing for YA, <laughs> um, I don't know, we're gonna see, we're gonna see what I can do, um, I've loved comedians all my life, one of my favorite books that I've read this year is Born Standing Up by Steve Martin. And um, I still want to meet him on my bucket list, even though I feel like I have already because I read his book. But I'm going to see what I can do here. We'll know, we'll know soon enough because if I get on this podcast and I start talking about uh, I'm not really uh, a comedic writer, then then you guys will know what I'm talking about. Because just because the Lord, like the Lord gave me the title yesterday and the song, but that doesn't mean that I can pull this thing off without, you know, without a lot of prayer. That's all I'll say. We prayed about that one. But I left a month purposely open because I wanted to slide a new series in there. Um, and I still wanted to be YA Horror Paranormal. When I'm working my own books, I'm not to say that I'm not going to publish anything else because I do want a children's book. Um, who knows? That might be the children's book placement that's going to go in there. This, uh, the in honor of my grandma and all the students that I taught. Um, I have been watching videos on how to produce your own children's books through Ingram Spark, um, and how to create your own um, interior designs. So that might be something that I can work on. We'll see. I I don't know. I'm just praying, praying, guys, but I know there's a month there, so I want to talk through um, what I've got so far. So on September the 13th, which is Friday the 13th, I've got the Hartwell Chronicles. That is the Teenage Exorcist series. That's book one, and that starts my fall tour. So when it's released on the 13th, I'm going to have a uh, Friday the 13th party, and we're going to do a scavenger hunt at a lake. And so that's going to be really fun. That's going to be my launch party. And I'm super, super thrilled and excited about that book. Um, that's a book very close to my heart because of the Lumbee and Puerto Rican um, diversity that's in the book. So we have a Native American character, which represent my children. And we have a Puerto Rican Maine who represents my grandchildren. So I'm very excited about that. I don't have grandchildren now, but in the future I will. They're going to have this book. Um, so I'm excited about the Hartwell Chronicles. Um, that's book one. That's coming out. Now, in October, on October the 13th, I haven't really talked to you guys a lot about Bridges. But Bridges is another book that is extremely close to my heart. Oh my gosh, I love this series. It's so hard for me because when I say I love these books, I, I can't even tell you. Like They're like my children. They're like brothers and sisters of Christ. Like really. Um, <laughs> characters like are all friends. They all know each other somehow. And they all share commonalities. And one of them is music. So the Lightbearer series is my YA paranormal fantasy romance, and it's Christian. Um, this one has more fantasy elements than horror, so um, there is a suspense thriller in book three, but in book one, it's really fantasy paranormal. 
YA romance, and it is a heavily based romance book. So I love Twilight. I will tell you that Twilight's one of my favorite series books of all times, um, of all time. So with Bridges, with the Lightbearer series, Bridges is book one. It comes out October the 13th. November, I'm free. Crossings is coming out December the 13th. So I kept 13s for the uh, this year, 2019, just because it would be easy for me to remember. It starts on Friday the 13th, and then I can carry it out, okay? Um, I know that probably sounds a little corny to you guys, but I am an English teacher. I, I would not be able to walk around and remember dates like that. So October the 13th is on a Saturday. December the 13th is on another Friday the 13th. So it just works out perfect to me in my weird mind. So I have the Hartwell Chronicles September 13th, Bridges, that's book one of the Lightbearer series, the trilogy, that comes out October the 13th. November the 13th, I'm completely wide open, just waiting for the Lord. I have the inspiration. I just need to work. I need to get in front of a blank screen and see what happens. And then December the 13th is Crossings. That is book two of the Lightbearer series. So I have that. That's the Scottish, huge Scottish element in this one. Um, it is a Scottish family, the Mackenzie clan. Um, if you've listened to my ancestry one, you'll get why I'm, I'm writing Scottish work. <laughs> it's just in my DNA. Um, so I have Crossings. That's book two. Then my third in that series, I didn't skip over months. It was going to be December 13th, and then I was going to do February the 13th. Well, I changed that. I changed that plan. I was like, I'm not. Because then I looked at Valentine's Day and I was like, well, why don't I start producing everything the 14th of every month in the 2020 year? And I was like, no. I was like, that's, not, that's just not right. I, I want to get it out quick. I want Tides Book 3 to come out like Happy Renewal Year did on the first day of the year. And I want to start fresh, and on the first of every single month, I want to produce a book. And so on January, whatever day it is, I'm not, you know, they say it's better to, to publish on a Tuesday, or you'll get more numbers on this day. I'm not doing that. I'm doing, okay, Wednesday, January the 1st, Tides is coming out. And that gives me that whole week and weekend where I'm not at work, I am out for still my teacher break. I don't go back to work until that next week. So I can set up book events. I'm already thinking that way. So what better way to kick off the year than to have a Tides party the week of January 1st of New Year's? So that's what I decided to do. And, and that was a spur-of-the-moment decision last night when I looked at the calendar in front of me. And I was like, okay, God, show me what day. And I just heard it just loud in my spirit, January the 1st. And I'm like, okay. And then now that I think of, like, the timing for teachers and how work that works out for me, that's perfect because then I can really invest in the promotion and the marketing that week because I'm off work. 
So I can do my book launches. I can have a party again. We can have a New Year's type party for Tides. Um, it all just, it all works. And then after Tides, then I have February, March, and April. I have three books that I've got to work to go ahead and bank to have those ready, uploaded, ready for pre-order, everything put in the systems. I want everything online. Um, and that's how I'm going to run it. I'm not going to hide it. I'm going to I'm going to run it. I've seen where people they they hide everything and then they do these quick burst releases. I'm going to do the monthly releases, but I'm going to have mine well out, well out. So that way people can look at what I'm writing. They can see my style. They can look at the little blurbs. They can say, okay, she's into this Christian paranormal stuff. Let's see where she's going with this stuff. And we'll see. And that's how I'm going to do the, the month. So I have actually three books for 2020 I need to worry about right now. And one more book for 2019. I only need to write one more, and that's for my November release. So God has already given me two ideas. I have the children's book already done. Um, I'm waiting on a um, publishing company for that one. I thought I was, but I really love doing this work myself, guys. I really do. I, I can't tell you the joy that I feel um, right now just having control of this and looking on the screen and seeing my four books up there. So I may just um, keep going with, with my own work, just figure out how to do children's books. That can help me with my publishing world in the future, too. So why not learn it and experiment with it now? And then I have five years to build my list. Um, and that's what I'm really doing. You know, I'm calling them banking books, but I'm building my fiction list. I'm building my YA author catalog. And I, I talked to my son this morning, my oldest, and um, he's like my financial advisor. So my children are very much alike and so complicatedly and, and different, too, at the same time. But my oldest is like financial analyst. My youngest is the creative one who bounces off the ideas with me. Um, and so I use both of them as my sounding boards, Lord help them. And... <laughs> And we talked this morning, and I said, you know, we're not going to see any turnover this year for these books um, until the end of the year because my release dates start in September. And I'm like, but I pray that by this time next year, by the summer of next year, this is my prayer, that within this year, I learn the tools and the skills, and I stack those skills and I'm able to market and promote and learn this author side to help with the listings that I'll already have, the books will be there. And they're books that I can stand by 100% that I love these stories. And if I love these stories, I pray you'll love them too. Um, I felt so sad yesterday. I want to do another podcast about my sadness yesterday in the middle of elated joy. <laughs> um, but... Thinking of how you want to release, go ahead and start thinking long term. Now, if you want to do a book a year, you know, if you want to, if based on whatever your schedule is, are two books a year, 
I want you to go ahead and start praying over those dates. And I want you to start getting yourself routines that can get you to your goals. And then if you start seeing things that start popping up, that start distracting you from those goals, even if they're writing related, like a contest here or there or whatever, and that can, that can form as a distraction for you, then you need to decide where do you want to convert all of your energy because we only have so much writing space in our brain for a day. And we have to balance. That's, you know, or we have to just put things on hold. That's why if you follow my blog, my blog has been very quiet lately, like crickets. There's a reason. Because I've been focused on my fiction work and doing that part of it because I've had these deadlines. Guys, I've got like four books, four books done in June. Now, I already had these books written. I had to do all the editing. That was like to edit four books was so crazy taxing. I can't even tell you my brain right now. It feels like it's on like steel overload. And when I got to another book, I had to rewrite it. I had to rewrite book three. So I was pretty much with skeleton on that book. And I did all of that in the month of June and I got out half of the month. So now that I'm looking at the month of July in front of me, I know that my priority is getting a new series going. It's starting in, and starting it for November. Then I need February, March, and April. I want to do at least three books in July. I said four to my brain to start with, but I was like, gosh, let's say three. <laughs> I set my goal to three. Um, we'll see if I can go over that. You know me, I'm going to push myself. Maybe I will be able to. Um, if I count my children's book um, revisions and putting that out there, that could possibly be my fourth. I love children's literature. Um, I don't know if the Lord is going to open up children's literature to me, but now that I have completed my first Christian fantasy paranormal series, um, that fantasy world, and my number one book of all time is The Hobbit, so that whole fantasy realm um, really has captivated my heart. So I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Let's stay tuned to the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, and you'll hear me brainstorm, talk it out. Um, but if you've got any questions about Ingram Spark or Draft to Digital, I suggest that today is your day to start researching these two companies. I'm using Draft to Digital for all of my ebooks. They assign you an ISBN number, pretty much just like KDP does, um, but you're exclusive to Amazon. If you're doing KDP, now I did get expanded distribution and a bookstore did pick up my devotionals. So I improved that it happens. Um, online retailer, library, or bookstore, they did pick up a bulk order. Um, that was wonderful news for June without any promotion at all. Just them living and doing their thing. Um, but when I'm on Drafted Digital, if you pull up Barnes & Noble right now... You're going to see my books, 
And they don't have a connection with pre-order with KDP, but you can pre-order it on their other sites. And then when the release dates come open, that's when Amazon will pick them up. So my Amazon links are not active today because I have set them out like so far in advance. But I know that that's coming, so I'm patient. I did talk with customer service about that just to make sure I was reading everything correct. <laughs> um, and then with Ingram Spark, I absolutely love the quality of their books. Um, I was more, um, I was more pleased, honestly. Um, I was much more pleased with that quality, even the cover. I just loved it. So I will tell you that um, going with Ingram Spark for all of my print books, um, at least for these four, that's where I'm living right now. Um, and my next four that I'm going to hopefully have done uh, between now and when I go back to school um, will be on there. I'm trying to bank those eight books that way because when May of 2020 comes, if that's when the book is going to be published for Sweet Potato Jones, then that promotion goes for that. My energy goes to Sweet Potato Jones for the month of May. And then when June hits, I'm back in the summer. And so the beauty of that is that I can bank all the rest of the books um, and keep continuing this cycle. So, um, so get out your calendars, start planning, Start looking into Ingram Spark, Draft to Digital, see what you think. Um, I've got friends that are using Lulu and Smashwords. I've got friends who are very successful on Amazon, KDP. So it's really whatever platform works for you. Um, so that's why I just tell you to research, research, go with where you feel like you can get, um, you know, the best for you. And I wish you luck with everything. Just don't get discouraged. Don't let anybody tell you you cannot do this author world and this author productivity like this. It just takes a lot of work ethic, a lot of planning, efficiency, and goal setting and sticking by those goals. I don't need a competition to help me do that. I know a lot of people are doing that stuff to try to help them with their goals. I just need the clock and my, and my journal um, and my Holy Spirit guide me for thank the Lord for me being saved and having my connection that I do with Jesus Christ. Because in all of these times when I get down and frustrated, there's always a sign that I'm in this for the right reasons and that I'm in this for to share, you know, and glorify God. And so he helps me and he keeps pushing me through and I'm making it guys. So, um, I want to challenge you to make it too. All right. Have a blessed one. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.
Now that you've found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to Amazon and find me there. My four Bible devotionals are under the name Jennifer Eichner Lowry. Just type in 30-Day Everyday Mom Challenge, Happy Renewal Year Challenge Devotional, 30-Day Teacher Challenge, or Fingerprint Curriculum K-12 Homeschool Planning. If you are a Kindle Unlimited subscriber, you'll be happy to see $0 appear by your price. Yep, all are free with Kindle Unlimited. And if you'd like to purchase the journal devotionals in paperback so you can reflect away right in the book, you can get your copies for $12.99. Happy reading!